Alright, welcome back to the Awakened Space Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm I just said Chris. That's funny. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and we're going to have a fun time here. See, what I did there is something that early on in my I guess my practice, not even practice, just my pursuit. There we go, pursuit, great word. Um of being this, you know, a voice. I've definitely pressed restart at least three to five times. And it's funny because I just have no interest in doing that anymore. I think it's interesting how when you are able to reflect back on progress like that, you know, I was literally telling friends when I first started YouTube, I didn't have editing software. So I was doing everything in one shot. And it was funny because I'd press the record button and I'd stand in front of the camera and then I'd be like, crap, laugh, and then I'd walk away. And it's just, it's, it's funny because it just goes to show what perfection looks like, how it's not real, and how that entire thing is unnecessary. But yeah, um, <laughs> I kind of was going for more of a nice introduction and I called myself Chris, so it's all good. It happens. Just these, these things are... They happen, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I would rather just let it be as it is because I remember really trying to make things perfect and just how much it stops you from progressing in anything in life. Um, what I like to think of is done is better than perfect and practice makes progress not perfection there we go beautiful stuff so this episode is going to be a lot of fun thank you all so much for being here with me and um just before i get into this episode i just want to take some time to talk about what's going on in my own life there's there's a lot of really wonderful things going on um it is currently fall here in the united states and well, yeah, I mean, everywhere <laughs> in the United States, I, I, I suppose that's how it works. Um, it's the, the colors are changing and everything. It's, it's pretty nice. Today's actually a bit warm outside. And um, I've just, I've been wildly creative lately. So I'm super excited about that. I've been living life very differently. Um, my schedule has become different from what it used to be. I'm actually waking up early now. This is the first time in my life ever that I've actually enjoyed waking up early. And it's interesting because it's literally never been like this before. This morning I woke up at... Now, some people might not consider this early. They might consider it way too early. Um, I know that there are people out there that wake up at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Um, this morning I woke up at 7 o'clock the morning before I woke up at 6.30. And it's just, it's so cool to, like, wake up and then, like, watch, like, the sunrise. And I feel like flipping my schedule around for being a morning person has actually really helped me a lot. Especially with productivity, creativity, focus. I am... My, my focus is through the roof. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. And I've just kind of, like... I've, I've silenced out all um, potential distractions, which is great. So it's been, it's been really cool. I'm super pumped on it, actually. 
really, really pumped. It's cool stuff. Um, got some nice work coming, which I'm excited about. Looking to take YouTube to the next level. I am a YouTuber, for those that don't know. And it's just a fun outlet for creation. I started YouTube years ago. And it wasn't until more recently that I got a nicer camera. Not that you need all this stuff, but um, I got a nicer camera. I got nicer editing software, nice microphone, and it's 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 good, you know. But like it's it's interesting because I remember vlogging on my phone and just like the journey of trying to make it all perfect and realizing that it wasn't going to be perfect and realizing that this is really important to understand. There's no wrong place to start. The only wrong thing is not starting at all. You know, you, you can't you can't go wrong just like starting in any place. But if you're if you don't start, then, you know, you're regressing. So it's kind of it's just the way to look at it. But yeah, back in I want to say 2017, I think it was. I think it was. It was either 2016 to 2017. I have the records. That's what I love about YouTube. It's just like a gallery of memories of your past, of stuff that you created. Um, it was either late 2016 or early 2017 that I started uh, vlogging. And it was just one straight pass and everything. You know, honestly, like, I actually enjoy that stuff so much more. I remember when I was trying to make it all perfect and I was trying to, you know be a certain way as a vlogger and a lot of it just didn't feel natural like that's why like i like what i did here with this where i just straight pass okay i mess up great keep going it's not worth hitting that reset button you know like it's just it's not like it's going to happen you're not perfect everything's fine it'll work out and just keep going it's really not a big deal so i definitely vibe with that and i actually i want to put together a youtube video I think it would be pretty entertaining, actually. I want to put together a YouTube video where I would be just, like, showing all of my quote-unquote mess-ups. I think that that would be fun. Because it's kind of like it adds a sense of not only, like, you know, humility, but also, like, openness, you know? Like, so many people would be, like, terrified to show that kind of stuff. I think it's fascinating. I think it's really cool. Um... I have no interest in being anyone else but myself, you know, and whatever that means is what that means. And that's that, you know, it's, it doesn't need to be anything crazy. It doesn't need to be anything ridiculous. It's just what it is. It is what it is. And that's what it is. So yeah, it's cool stuff. Um, without further ado, let's get into this episode. This is episode 81, I believe. Yeah. Cause last week was 80. Wow. This is wild. I know that last week I talked about uh, the fact that I'm at episode 80 now, and I just remember how much things have changed throughout all these months and everything. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, in this episode, we will be talking about setting boundaries in relationships. Three steps to setting boundaries in relationships. This is huge for me, just as a topic in and of itself, because I was someone who, growing up, I never used to set boundaries at all, truly. In fact, I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I was an avid people pleaser, just like 
<laughs> it was it was it was wild. I never set that you know that that chalk around myself and said you know this is what you need to do in order to be in my life. Never did any of that. And yes, as you can imagine, I got walked all over, all over. It's it's a uh, it's it's toxic stuff. It really is. Um, it's scary the places you'll find yourself if you just let that kind of stuff happen. I spent a lot of my life doing a lot of things for other people, putting myself second and not catering to my own wants and needs. It's really dangerous territory. It really is. You got to be careful with that stuff. And I just, I, I genuinely recommend doing the work, but we're going to get into that. So... Let's start with the first. The, these these do go in uh, a specific order. So we're going to start with the first step of the three steps. The first step is to create. We are creating a boundary or boundaries. Get an understanding of the boundaries you're looking to create and create them. You know, whether it's with your parents, your friends, your significant other... Your cat, dog, fish, plant, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really though. Like if you know, if, if you need to sit down and have that conversation with your cat or your dog, I mean by all means, maybe your fish will listen to you too. Who knows? <laughs> maybe your plant, maybe maybe your plant's got an issue with you. Maybe you've got an issue with your plant. Who knows? Talk to that thing. It'll grow. I think that's kind of how it works, right? Because you put off carbon dioxide, so the plants suck that up and they it's kind of like they're yeah anyway so uh maybe you've been a people pleaser like i was your whole life and you need to take a massive step back um so just like to explore some examples of boundaries i mean like literally like the list goes on like there are so many different types of boundaries you can set um Something that I've noticed is interesting because I've experienced it in my life. I've done it with other people and I've had other people do it with me. Um, so the first thing would be no calls at a certain time. And it's interesting. Cause I, I literally remember within the past 10 years of my life, just having different people call me at random times. And... You know, a lot of people would look at that and be like, oh, they just, they just want to talk. But then those phone calls end up being, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half. And, you know, I, I understand connecting. Don't get me wrong. I understand the importance of human connection and being social and everything. But a lot of stuff that happens during a phone call is just completely unnecessary. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's interesting when you think about it, you know. Um, and I know... There are a lot of people out there that would love to pick up that phone call and be like, all right, you've got 15 minutes of my time and that's it. And they don't even do that because they're probably scared of what the other person would think about them, which I used to think is understandable, but I don't anymore. If you're scared of what another person thinks about you, that's not really a true connection. You know, you shouldn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. So there should be that conversation set in place. Um, a huge one, saying no. 
Now, this is something, like I said before, if you're a people pleaser and you just do for everyone, you're going to completely avoid saying no. Like, that's just how the framework works. It's just you have an inability to, you know, put yourself first and say no. And it's usually because, going back to what I was saying before, you're worried about what the person thinks about you. You're, you know, you, maybe you do care about them and you're concerned with how they feel about you. So you want to do everything to make them happy, which is not your responsibility. Um, but yeah, get in the habit of realizing where these things are coming up in your life. You know, maybe, maybe for instance, someone who you don't want to talk to because they're mentally and emotionally draining they call you um, at least once a week, probably, you know, two to three times or one to three times a week. And you just realize that, like, wow, like, for some reason, I'm terrified to tell them you've only got 15 minutes of my time. And then you're concerned with what they'll say and you're also thinking about the other things that you could be doing with the time that you're talking with them on the phone it's real stuff you know it's it's very real stuff it's something to take into consideration the amount of times that i've gotten off the phone realizing that a conversation wasn't even really a conversation because usually a conversation has direction right but when it's like kind of like just thrown all over the place in so many different directions it just kind of goes nowhere and it's really not necessary. So like having a goal in mind, like say for instance, you know, uh, you can call me anytime after five o'clock and you know, if, if you're okay with longer phone calls, you don't really have to set the time, but I'll tell you right now, it's usually not necessary talking to someone on the phone for that long. Like they're like, usually what needs to be talked about can be rounded up in, you know, 15 minutes and so you know you, you you tell them and you know saying no for me I just need to explore some personal stuff because <laughs> I have so much experience with saying yes which a lot of people do you listening to this right now you've probably put yourself second and said yes to everything that everyone else needed and it's very <laughs> You think that it's fulfilling because you're taking care of other people's needs and you're doing for others. Don't get me wrong. Doing, you know, service for other people, it's a beautiful thing. But you need to fill your own cup first. You need to take care of yourself first. It's just, there's no other way around it. Like, it's what has to be. So I really hope that you have the ability to see that. Even if you're just used to being a people pleaser and saying yes all the time, you are allowed to say no. And incredible things will happen when you say no. Of course, and like very um, concerning things might happen when you say no as well too. Like <laughs> you might get backlash from someone because they're used to a, um, a pattern of behavior from your side on behalf of things that you would do for them. Um, I suppose you could call that comfort. I suppose you could call that enabling. I suppose you could call that, I don't know. It's just, you know, like when you continually do for other people over and over and over again, and then they get used to that, and then you try to make it different, there's going to be backlash. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, it's like a riot. There's change, you know, like 
no, a lot of people don't like change. And when they get used to something and then it changes all of a sudden, they want to wonder why. And they want answers and they're probably not going to like what they hear. And because it's inconvenient for them, they're probably going to be severely against it and they're probably going to try to do things to turn it all around. So, yeah, that's the first one. Create. Create those boundaries. And be very real and honest with yourself about the boundaries you're creating, the people that you're creating them with, why you're creating them, what they mean to you, what they're going to do for you. And just understand that this is the first step in the process, creating. The second step in the process, probably one of the hardest parts because it can potentially be awkward, especially when there's, you know, a specific pattern of behavior that someone's become so used to. But the second part, the second step is to state it, stating the boundary or boundaries with the person. Like imagine like, for instance, you know, like you have someone in your life and you've been thinking about the phone calls that you've been having with them. And you've been thinking like, wow, like I sit on the phone with this person for this long. They call me whenever it is that they want to, you know, I want friends in my life and I don't know what to do. And so you're thinking to yourself, what do I do about this? Well, if I wasn't on the phone with them for an hour and a half talking about absolutely nothing, I'd be able to spend that energy doing this that's actually important to me because I have this in mind that I want to do. But I'm also afraid to lose a friend. Well, you know, we'll get more into that later, but <laughs> that's laughable. Um, so yeah, like I said, this is one of the hardest parts, but of course it's most important. Um, let the people or the person know about your boundary or boundaries. Have a serious sit down and be like, listen, um, I don't like the way that you talk to me. Honestly, I think that the way that people talk to each other is one of the hardest boundaries to create. You know, like, when, maybe it's some type of, like, criticism or judgment like that. I think that this is one of the most challenging because a lot of people, like, aside from the fact that people don't like being told what to do, you can believe... <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely believe that they don't like being told what to say or what not to say. And if there's any form of respect involved, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like if, if the person is saying something that's hurtful, like, yeah, obviously that's just not acceptable. You should not be saying things that are unkind and indecent. Like that's just, that's just the fact of the matter. So like when it comes to that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, like if, if, uh, if someone's saying something hurtful, you know, like if they're calling you an idiot or a dummy, whatever it is, you know, these, these, uh, like name calling things, which is unnecessary. I, I, I correct people myself whenever I hear them say stuff like that. Not all the time because I'm not always hundred percent in it. And I try to differentiate or distinguish between when it is my place and when it's not my place. I'd like to think more often than not that it is my place because when behavior is corrected it changes maybe not right away but you know um so yeah have a serious sit down uh maybe you tell the person listen i'm grateful that you're my friend i'm grateful that you're my parent i'm grateful that you're my girlfriend i'm grateful you know this and that 
grateful that you're my fish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I noticed that you call me every Tuesday and Thursday whenever you want to. And I would appreciate it if instead you called me after 5 o'clock and you have 15 minutes of my time. Now, if they're, like, avidly calling you and it's quite often, yeah, they're, be- they're definitely used to that behavior and there's going to be some backlash on their end. Um, it's definitely not just going to be smooth waters. So, like, that's, that's part of the challenge. And um, if there is any, like, serious backlash or if you see anything, like, like them getting upset about it, Someone who's meant to be there will not get upset about it. They'll ask more questions, you know, about how to best suit everything that you're saying. So, you know, just um, really try to have a sit down with them and explore those things. Just got something in my throat. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah, the next part of stating is... Actually, I already explored that. Yeah, so we're done with stating. So yeah, so far it's creating and stating. Stating is the... It's it's one of the hardest parts, but it's not the hardest part, actually. Or I don't know. I mean, I think that we'll just go through this and see if it is or it isn't. Creating is probably not the hardest part because there's just something that you do in your mind. It's thoughts that you gather. It's a conclusion that you come to. And then you address it. You state it. And then that's that's very challenging. Um, but the third one is to maintain. Maintaining the boundary or boundaries that you have um, stated to the person. Following through. This is all about following through and consistency. And... The truth is that it's only going to get easier if you do this hard stuff initially. So that's just that's just the way that it works. And you know, maintaining looks like actually following through with the boundaries that you've created and stated. You know, um, actually not taking the phone. Like, say for instance, you tell. I mean, uh, the the person that you told not to call you until after five p.m they call you again right and you answer and maybe they're trying to pretend like they forgot right and the best way to maintain that you know the the boundary that you created and stated of no calls after five no calls until after five o'clock p.m the way to maintain that is if the person that you told that to is calling you don't pick it up and if they say anything, you say, yeah, I created a boundary, I stated it, and you disrespected it. Simple as that. Now, what's interesting is that if you're not used to boundaries, it can seem odd or weird or awkward, but it's really a very healthy thing. Like, a very genuinely healthy thing. I think that we live in a society that's very used to just everyone taking advantage of each other, walking all over each other, people-pleasing, saying yes. And just, like, in an attempt... Because, you know, 
I think that we want to feel connected with people, but exploiting yourself is not the way to do that. Having respect for yourself, uh, setting boundaries, setting rules and everything, and being honest with yourself about it all is absolute key here. A hundred percent absolute key. Um, and if you're really concerned about, you know, setting up boundaries and everything, creating, stating, and maintaining, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I, I'm not comfortable with doing that because I don't want to lose these people in my life. You know, if, if that's your train of thought, I'm going to tell you right now, all in all, just set boundaries. The right people will stay and the wrong people will leave. When you truly ground with that notion in your mind, everything will change and you'll realize how actually true it is. When, you know, when you actually set boundaries, the right people will stay and the wrong people will leave because there are people that are in your life right now that are not meant to be there. I've taken out plenty. (laughs) I've taken out at least three to five people in the past in my life. Probably more, actually. Probably more. Probably more. Can't really name them off the top of my head, right? I mean, I'm obviously, I'm not going to say names on here or anything, but like, you know, like, people are professionals at completely disregarding the wants, needs, and interests of other people. It's an incredibly selfish thing, but it happens all the time. So if you are really concerned about losing people in your life, just understand there are people right now in your life that have never actually been there. And I know that it sounds weird and hard to, like, take in, but I can promise you there have been people in your life or there are people in your life right now that never really have been there, meaning they've never meant to be there. And it's just the way that it works, you know? Not everyone in your life is going to stay, but the right people will. I promise you that. So, yeah. Make sure you create those boundaries. Make sure you state them. Be very serious about it. Don't BS yourself. Do not BS yourself because, you know, if you do that, you'll just find yourself back at ground zero again and you don't want that. So create, state, and maintain. Create, state, and maintain. That's what it's all about, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Awakened Space Podcast. My name is Chris. I am your host. Love, light, and peace. Over and out. Namaste. Thank you.